Hello, I'm Kenza, and this is the Finding Space podcast. Welcome back to Series 2 of the Finding Space podcast. In this series, I talk to a number of photographers who work in the world of sport. We touch on a number of topics such as how mindset changes their creative workflow, what grew them to photographing sport, and how sports photography might change as a result of the global pandemic. This series has been recorded online during lockdown, and alongside the podcast are a series of stunning self-portraits from the photographers, which you can see on findingspace.cc. This week, I talked to Eloise from the photography duo Tornanti.cc about lockdown in Italy, why she loves cycling photography, and about a special project she has been working on over the past few months. Enjoy! So when did you sort of get into photography and when did that become a sort of major part of your life? Actually, uh, my dad has uh, a photography shop in uh, San Marco Square in Venice. So since I was born, I was like surrounded by photographs, cameras and films. And I used to go to the shop to stay with him too a lot and look and everything so it it was always a part of my life and also uh, my dad was very passionate about uh, photography and cinema so he kind of gave me that uh, all this passion and actually I did uh, the University of Art and then in I went to Madrid where I lived six years and I did a uh, uh, film school there. So it always been with me. When you're working on a um, creative project, say a, a personal project, or if you're on a job, um, a sports event, does your mindset change on how you approach the photography? Well, if it's a... If it's a project for a client, uh, I'm... Yeah, I think uh, about showing uh, the client, showing the thing, things of the client. Like uh, I'm more. Uh, well, it depends also about the client, obviously. But if you must show a logo, I have to think about the logo and show it uh, in the photos. So it's like a little bit of that, uh, and. But it's okay. It's uh, well. It's not a problem. You can show it in every, in many ways. So, I just try to to see how it to do it nice and pretty and different from other things that you can see, like different angles. And about the individual projects, it's really different because it's more about the process and the idea of the project than the project itself at the end that it that for me the process is really important because it's all about the emotions that i'm feeling and all what how I think that it could help me and the others that are watching the 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 photos, the if it's a photo or a video, so it's really different. 
do you have situations where say if you're working for a client and you're not necessarily passionate about the subject or you know you might be having a bad day generally or you you're not necessarily as involved with you know that situation do you find that harder to then photograph or do you think it it's your your end product stays the same no matter sort of how you're feeling it well it's uh it's challenging because I'm very emotional and if I have a bad day or I'm just a little bit moody, I feel it. And, but I, the, the most important thing for me is to be professional and always to, be, to, have, to do a good job. It's very, really important. I don't want to disappoint people and this kind of stuff. I'm really competitive with myself. And that's hard sometimes because also if if I have achievements or something, it's like, okay, that's awesome, but maybe it's not enough. And I'm always like uh, struggling with this. I, I had sometimes, um, luckily non, it didn't happen in uh, cycling. But with other clients uh, before cycling, like for some videos uh, or some events, uh, they were just subjects uh, that I really don't care and don't mind. Uh, so it was, it was challenging to be, maybe also to be there and do that so do because I didn't like it. Uh, because maybe it was just an event uh, of a fashion event uh, that I don't care so much uh, and this stuff. So that's maybe the challenge, but I'm always trying to do the best uh, that I can do because I want to deliver a good service, a good, a good work. So what drew you to cycling in the first place? Did you like the sport before or was it just sort of photographically you like to shoot the sport? No, well, it all began because Francesco, the other tornante, yep. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he showed me cycling. Actually, I, the first race I saw was the Red Oak Crit here in Milan. And uh, when I saw it, it was, wow, that's so much fun. It's beautiful. And then from there, uh, the next year, we went uh, to New York uh, to shoot the Red Hook. And then just, we didn't stop. Uh, uh, that was in, the first crit I saw, it was in 2012. And so I started shooting in 2013, the Reduc, the, the Reduc. And then in uh, 2014, I shot the first uh, Milano Sanremo. It was like love at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there were so many emotions, uh, like the spectators, all this energy they have, the, the riders were really nice 
and I well at the start line of the Milano Sanremo after the start line after shooting I was going back to to the car and I was just crying so much because I I was really happy to be there and to do that and it wasn't something that I felt with other things so I said okay maybe this is actually good for me because it seems that I really like it and enjoy it. Cycling has to be quite, it's quite unique in terms of a sport simply because I imagine, you know, of its, the way it's run, so its location, especially, you know, I mean, lots of different types of cycling, but road cycling and now gravel riding and, and even the red hooks and things that it combines so many different styles of photography. You know, you yeah. can do landscape photography, street photography, you know, high, high-end elite sports photography. You know, that you've got, as you say, the crowd, the athletes, the scenery. You know, you can really let your sort of passions run wild on, on a race. Yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, the most important thing for me when I shoot a race, uh, it's... Obviously, the emotional connection between the riders, the staff, uh, the team, uh, the, the spectators, but it's also really important, the landscape, uh, the architecture, how a city changes during one day because of the race, uh, how you move differently, because everything changes. Uh, like, it's only two streets, but it's completely different from how you leave the city before normally yeah and that's mostly with the red hook because it's whole day in this circuit but also in in the road in road cycling uh, all the there are so many cities that they pass through so that's really nice actually uh, once uh, I was shooting the Milano Sanremo and I arrived in a small town and it was raining so much and I was under the bus uh, under the bus stop uh, waiting for the peloton and uh, an old lady came and said to me I'm always here like uh, I'm here every year because my husband liked it so much, but he passed away now, and I'm still coming here to see the race because it reminds me of him and our thing and their relation. So that was like really moving and really nice. So it's like a small thing, but a race can touch a lot of people and mean a lot of for everybody and it's not like in uh, uh, not every as you said uh, it's not that every sport uh, can do that uh, you being so close to the riders and have these particular emotions and connection with landscapes I think countries. I think you're right in terms of especially when you talk about it taking over a town or a city or an area um, 
that's quite unique as well for a sport to to really transform how people are you know going about their day and and the how the crowd interact with the sport even compared to something like the six day which i know you've worked on as well Mm -hmm. you know which is very exciting and and colorful and fun to shoot but you know it's there's an expectation you know the crowd turn up they sit in their seats it's a stadium there's that more formal sporting environment to it which is completely different compared to something like red hook which you know it's fixed gear cycling but it's completely random the crowd can kind of do what they want you know (laughs) the the riders kind of do what they want um (laughs) it but it so it's got the same sort of you know excitement in terms of the sport but it's a completely different environment yeah 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 no that's true the six day it's strict has a lot of rules and also because it's more a show kind of you have a strict schedule and yeah it's uh, the, the thing that i love most about the sixth day is uh, the cabins of the riders yeah. the time that they spend there they are more relaxed they chill they talk with each other then that's that's really nice why do you think cycling draws so many creative photographers it has so many more you know a big football game you just kind of get press photographers i maybe each team will have a creative sort of person behind the scenes but whereas if you go to a cycling event you know somewhere you'll you'll have you know a dozen of people there just because they want to be there like with a large format camera or a couple of 35 mils or just shooting digital for fun or shooting for a team there's so much creativity mm-hmm. around cycling do you think that's something to do with the sport or yeah i think it's uh i think it's because it's uh the only one that gives the only no it's not the only one but it's for me the one that show can that you can do more things you are close to the riders you are close to the spectator the spectator so it's like um, it gives you more energy all this flowing of emotion and energy too so i think it's also for that or well it it is for me that i recharge uh, I recharge my energies with the energy of the spectators as the riders do when they are on a climb with all the spectators shouting and screaming, no? So I think that photographers feel that emotion too. There's talk of these bigger races, so some of the monuments being coming at the end of the year, Tour de France possibly coming back at the yeah. end of the year but without an, a crowd sort of behind closed doors obviously it's outdoors but um as you say there's such a connection for a photographer for an athlete with the crowd and how they perform and how you create your your art do you think there'll be 
a noticeable change in the sport and obviously the photography as well? Well, I think uh, that it will be weird, but I'm like covering more women's cycling races during the year. And I have to say that I'm very happy to do that because I support the girls uh, totally. And I must say that uh, in many, many races, the crowd is, well, there is no crowd. There are less spectators. So for us, it's just like more normal to have less people. I think that the men's, the men's will uh, felt that uh, so much more. Mm. Because they are used to big crowds. The comparison between a men's and a women's a, a event, when there is a smaller crowd, that that's probably going to be more common now across across both of the the sports. But does that change the way you photograph something? Do you consciously yeah. think about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I start uh, with the women's races, it was like uh, weird because I was more because i was shooting before more the the men's so i was used to the big crowds uh, or just crowds someone and when i started with the women's it was like i had to change uh, a lot uh, my my view and my focus and so the first year were challenge was challenging because of this and I felt uh, that I grew up uh, a lot professionally because I was constantly trying to to take a good picture and different uh, and without a crowd without people many times so it's just you the rider the landscape the architecture of a city and trying to search for things uh, that can create a good image. So you, you are constantly maybe more thinking about the, about the image that you are producing. And with the men's, with more crowd, uh, with more people, it's just all there. <laughs> so you know how it will be before you get there maybe having that change in terms of there weren't the big crowds but you're trying to take in sort of big architecture or or landscapes that must have been quite an enjoyable challenge yeah 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 it was really i i like to to have this this kind of challenges because also it keeps me like alive and clear but also for example, also with the Reducrit, that they are always in the same um, space, you already know what, which are the, the shots that you can do. So every time you're trying, like in the velodrome, you're always trying to do something different. Uh, and I think, it's, uh, I think it's nice that too. Sort of going back to the, the situation that, we're in at the moment sort of globally being in this lockdown obviously yeah. that that must have affected your work 
dramatically because there's physically no racing going on um yeah how i mean quickly have have you had anything that you can be working on sort of or has it been a complete sort of cut off from work well i'm actually working um on two project cycling projects and one well maybe one you saw the photos with the stars yeah (laughs) tell us a bit about that That, that's it's some really interesting shots coming out they're amazing yeah that one's it's like um well i love space stars galaxies and all this stuff i went to nasa and i was super emotional to (laughs) see all this uh, space stuff and um it was this was uh of a project that i wanted to do since more than a year but i just never had the time to to sit on the computer and do only that so it was perfect for me now this situation <laughs> to have time to start working on it and it's just um a way to see i'm trying i'm always like trying to think uh, how can you see at cycling in another way in another perspective and showing people uh, how cycling can be super nice and interesting and also showing cycling to another type of spectators that are not only cycling fans i want because i deep down i want that other people watch at cycling because it's really a beautiful sport for all the things we said and i think this type of surreal images can do that can can let like uh, the riders dreams and say oh wow I'm, I'm there it's beautiful or just people watching a cycling shot uh, without even thinking about that it's a cycling shot and that's well more or less it's that and then i have another project that it's about the portrait of riders it's um i started last year and i did four portrait of the riders and now i'm uh, adapting this project of the situation that we have right now uh well this is a project that it's not out yet but it will be soon so it's like the first time i'm telling telling to somebody like this mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, always thinking about women cycling and how to show more to people how women cycling is to to get more people into it uh, and also to show um, women's that not only the athletes uh, but more an intimate side of them and um, I just was thinking about all the 
all the races they have during the year uh, far from home and how that could emotionally be difficult for them so uh, I just start asking asking some of them if they have an object that they always carry with them that make that have a connection and emotional connection that could uh, remind their home or someone uh, uh, like this and uh, they actually have these things amazing so yeah so the project is about a photo of the a, a portrait of the rider and then a photo of the rider holding this this object uh, more focus on the object uh, mm -hmm. and it really come up uh, some nice things uh, really it it's nice and they were also really happy about it because uh, it was something new and they and that and it's an important uh, um, an important subject for them to to express these things. And now with this lockdown, I was thinking and just like, I need to adapt this because that was before when they always are far away from home and they have, they need this object to remind their, their home. But now they are at home and they are not at the races. So what's, Uh, what's happening with this object? Uh, are they still loving it uh, or there's something else that they need to help them during this lockdown? So I contact uh, all of them. The, the, they are four, but I'm contacting more and asking, uh, uh, well, if they want to do this and it's some, for some riders, yes, it, It actually changed this object. They are really happy about this project too. And so the thing that I'm doing, it's like a Skype call or whatever. And we, they, before we talk about the object they need to in this lockdown and, uh, and I asked them to send me some photos of their house or garden or wherever, just to think. And we have a call, uh, a video call. And during the video call, I say to them how to put the phone or whatever to, and I take a photo of them with the object mm -hmm. and like that's, the the new part of this the, the like the second part of this project i think it's important and nice to see this side of the people because they are not only training on the bike all day there are emotional effects and it's difficult for everybody like for me without the terrace i would go crazy Yeah. Because at least I have plants, I can have the sun. <laughs> Definitely. And yeah. How has this lockdown affected you in terms of 
you know a lot of people are struggling with being confined and you say having that balcony makes a big difference you know you're you've obviously got these projects that you're working on is that that must be a massive thing for your mental health just to have that creativity that outlook yeah yeah that's uh, super important Uh, actually if I wasn't if I didn't have this I was I was thinking uh, about what to do and creatively in a creativity way and uh, I'm mostly looking uh, constantly looking at photographies and art uh, in internet uh, so much and I talk a lot with my friends with people that makes me feel good I think that's super important and obviously music uh, singing and dance but um, yeah the projects uh, are really important also because when the sac- the, pro- the portrait pod- po- uh, project uh, came uh, like after some time of the lockdown it wasn't uh, right away that i came up with this with this idea so i was thinking and thinking that because the stars project wasn't enough obviously and now now i'm a little bit uh, more okay because i have this one that it's uh, a big one and i can and i'm really happy about it but i'm constantly thinking about what's next i need another one it's like it's like a really a need i to do something more maybe because i always had this this kind of flowing thing in my life because because of this university i did and this stuff always to do projects uh, and this kind of things not only documenting races or events so i i like feel this need thank you for listening if you would like to see the portraits from this week's episode please go to findingspace.cc For more interviews like this, please subscribe to the Finding Space podcast.